What's going on, you guys? It's Nick, your average girl, and I'm back here with another episode. And I am kind of really passionate about this one, and it's it's gonna get really good, and we're gonna really talk about it, and we're really gonna gain some different perspectives on this one um, because it's a big deal, and it's definitely not talked about. And I'm here to talk about it. Um, so, in case you didn't know. There are about one in four girls the ages between 14 and 19 who currently have an STD. And that's crazy to me because honestly, 14 seems very, very, very young. <laughs> and, you know, we're talking about sex and we're talking about using protection today and how when you don't, there are consequences to it and how... It really impacts a lot of women and it impacts a lot less men. So let's let's get down to the nitty gritty. Um, I am, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm going to say I'm sure that a lot of women have experienced an uncomfortable situation where a man has pretty much pressured them into not using protection while they have sex. And... Let me tell you, it's a very, very uncomfortable conversation to have. Um, it's uncomfortable explaining that you're not comfortable with it, and then they still pressure you. It's an uncomfortable conversation when you demand to use it, and then the vibes are just really off after the fact, and that's just kind of what I'm here to talk about. And obviously, I can't really speak for men and like what they go through or their thoughts, but I'm going to be getting really into what I've personally experienced and what I think a lot of other women experience when they go through a situation like this. Um, you know, and I think just sex in general is just very different for men and women, at least initially. So I guess I'll just kind of start and give you guys a rundown of my first experience ever, right? Um, I was not ready. I was not comfortable with the thought of having sex. I just wasn't there yet. And, you know, I was very much in love. And um, although I wasn't forced by any means at all, there was this guilt because, you know, he's asked and he's wanted to and repeatedly asked. And I felt some sort of obligation to him, being that we were together at the time, to do it, um, even though I know I was not ready. Um, but I was afraid of, you know, losing him, which I'll get to another point, but ultimately did not <laughs> do anything uh, to keep him around. So my first time, I was very uncomfortable. I was in a lot of pain. Um, I do remember at some point he asked if I was okay, and I said yes. Um, I wasn't. I was very in my head. I was very nervous. Um, and... I remember actually crying afterwards, <laughs> like literally remember crying afterwards because I just knew like that was not something I was ready for. And although we definitely did use protection, the conversation of sex is a very big deal, I think, to a lot of women, not because it's it has to be lovey-dovey, not because, you know, all the shit you hear about, you know, in the movies or things like that. It's because it's very personal to us. And another fun fact, women are more at risk for STDs than men are, but there's a higher risk of men transmitting those diseases 
rather than <laughs> women. So it's just like we are the ones pretty much that kind of have the shit end of the stick, I feel, like just for a lack of better words. So we're more likely to have them, but men are more likely to give it to us. And that's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy to me. So just, you know, that's my, that was my first interaction and my first time. And it was a big deal for me. And it hurt because I just knew I wasn't there yet. And ultimately still got mistreated. Um, not mistreated as far as like with them, but you know, I got cheated on and still heartbroken. So me giving in did nothing for me, uh, besides pretty much mess with my mental. And after that, I just remember, and that was high school, right? So that was like later on in high school, 17, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I feel like a lot of people go through that and we just don't talk about it. Um, but you know, as I got older and I've, you know, had experiences with other men, I've had very, very, um, uncomfortable times. And earlier on it was, I would have an encounter with a guy and, you know, we're about to do the deed and he literally not even asks. Let's start with, there was no question about if we would use protection or not. They just pretty much start without it. And early on, I didn't really have a backbone. I didn't really have a voice. I didn't really know how to communicate that I wasn't, un that I wasn't comfortable with this. Um, you know, but what it does to you mentally as it's happening, like you're checked out. There is no, I was super out of it. I was super uncomfortable. I was super paranoid about STDs, about babies, about, you know, is what, you know, if something goes wrong, is this person worth it? And that's everything that I'm thinking about while he's getting off. And that's pretty, I think it's pretty fucked up. I mean, let's just say it for what it is. Like, it's just fucked up. And at this point, it's it's solely for him. And again, is he worth it? I can guarantee you anyone that I pretty much didn't speak up to was not worth it. Um, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of parents don't have that conversation with their kids because it's so uncomfortable for them. But my mom was almost overly commutative. Like she was very clear on the reality of it, what can happen, and that you need to take precautions. I mean, she literally scared me into not having sex for the longest, okay? And even when I do like, I mean, I'm glad she talked to me, but now I'm like a little extra paranoid, um, which kind of sucks. I'm a little in my head, but at the end of the day, like these are real things that can happen. STDs are a thing. Um, HIV is a thing. Babies are a freaking thing. And it's like, it needs to be talked about and considered. Like sex is not something you just go around and do. Like personally, I feel like you really need to take care of yourself and your body. Like there's a lot of <laughs> like literally serious things that could happen. Like anyways, so you know, I'm, I had the birds and the bees talk very early on. And, you know, as I was growing up, having that conversation, those reminders, just to be careful. Um, so, you know, anyway, I have definitely had people who have just went for it. No conversation, no protection, no consideration. They just go for it. And as I was, you know, when I was young, I just didn't, I didn't have a voice. I didn't speak up. Right. But it's terrible in the moment what goes through my mind. I'm not aroused. I'm not into it. I'm, it's painful because I'm not aroused. And it's like it doesn't click for men. They don't get it. And I'm just like, if you have to ask me if I'm okay, maybe just, just stop, you know? And it's, 
it's such a hard thing because I know I've been in a place where I should have spoken up and I didn't and that's almost out of fear I don't know how they're going to react like if they're trying to get a nut off like I've come across men that are a little bit more aggressive than others like I don't want to put myself in an unsafe situation just for saying no and I think that is so so sad like that that's something I've ever even felt or you know had to pretty much talk myself out of having a voice and that's just it's just really, really, really unfortunate, and I don't wish that upon anyone, but it, it's just the reality. It is what it is, and that's what happens. Um, as I've gotten older, though, I do have a voice. I'm very stern about how I feel, and I've just come to realize that not just anybody is worthy of you and your body, and that just is what it is. They're not. So if you're lucky or... <laughs> I was willing to give my that part of myself to you it's going to be under my conditions and that's just that just is what it is babe that's how I feel like we're the ones that have to freaking get on birth control and try to have our bodies adapt to these things that aren't meant to be inside of us like and men just kind of go around the least they can do is wrap it up <laughs> the absolute bare minimum least they can do is wrap it up they have nothing else to offer they have nothing else that's going to prevent us women from being safe so I said fuck you you're gonna wrap it up <laughs> like and that is what it is there is there is no there's no nothing that's it end of conversation so now let's talk about that I do have a voice I am very vocal about using protection and I'm very stern on it right so they try to slip it in I said no <laughs> nope if you can't wrap it up then this is not happening right so then, of course, they get scattered. They're desperate. Okay, they're desperate to get a nut off. So they're going to scramble. They're going to get it. Um, I've literally had men go and get it. If they don't have any rubbers, they will go. They will go get it. Okay. I said I'm not doing it otherwise. So that's great. I have a voice now. But then let's talk about it further. Okay. So now what's going on in my mind? I verbalize that I'm not doing this without protection. So the fact that you tried to without protection in the first place is a red flag. I'm not really into it. Like, and that's, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but that's just me. If I literally have to tell you, no, wrap it up, I'm checked out. Why? One, because I feel like you didn't respect me enough to even ask or consider, okay, wrapping it up, given the consequences that could possibly occur. Um, and then... <laughs> Who else are you doing this with? Okay, because if you are just so open to not using protection, I don't know who else you're seeing, maybe on the low, maybe not on the low. I don't know what you're doing. But the fact that you are so willing to not wrap it up with me means that you're willing to not wrap it up with anyone. And that is another red flag. Like, that grosses me out. I'm like, I don't know what else you've got going on. I don't know what you're doing. And, again, I'm checked out. So that same effect of not having a voice and just doing it because I almost feel obligated, um, not being aroused, then it causing pain, being in my head, not actually even being able to enjoy the experience, even though I have a voice. And that is what's still so unfortunate. And I've tried, you know, just like look past it and, you know, like, no, I, you know, I'm stern, like I'm using protection, but that still doesn't make it enjoyable for us all the time. You know, because now I'm in my head. And I think for me personally, like 
sex is mental. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not relaxed mentally, if I'm not comfortable mentally, if I don't trust you, then I'm not going to enjoy it and there is no coming back. Like, and that just, that just is what it is. (laughs) Um, I've even had, (laughs) I mean, this is just so fucked up now that I'm like saying it out loud. I've had an interaction where I was stern. I said, I'm not doing this without protection. Um, I allowed myself to relax a little more. Like I, I knew this person, I was familiar with them. Like I was a lot more relaxed than I would be, you know, in the past. And so he wraps it up and (laughs) like part, part of the way through, I look and it's off and I see it on the floor and I lost my shit. Like how how fucking disrespectful of you to just take it off midway because you don't feel like wearing it anymore. (laughs) Like, that is so fucked up. I just don't, I just don't even get it. Like, how fucking selfish. And this is where I, like, the rage and, like, the anger comes from with dealing with men. And, of course, I'm not saying all men or whatever, but I'm like, how fucking dare you, dude? Like, this is my fucking body. I told you the terms and conditions, and you still blatantly disrespected it to get your nut off how you wanted for what what felt better for you. And it's just, it's just so... And, you, and then they wonder. They wonder why we don't trust. Okay, they wonder why we feel the way that we feel. Are you kidding me? How dare you? <laughs> That's why I feel the way that I feel. And, you know, men will say a lot of stupid shit to not have to wrap it up, okay, they're too big, cat, (laughs) um, you know, it feels better, they're gonna try to just, like, kind of guilt trip you, like, oh, it feels better if I don't have one, or even they try to say it feels better for you, and maybe it does for some women, but that's not the point, the point is what I'm comfortable with if you are going to be allowed to see and be a part of this, this side of me, and I'm just at a point now where, fuck you, dude, if I'm not comfortable with it, it's not happening, and that's that, and I've walked out, I've left, I've talked my shit, you know what I'm saying, because I'm like, how dare you disrespect me and my body, like, you're fucking lucky enough to get it, and I know this is kind of very explicit, but I'm just very passionate about it, and that's just genuinely how I feel, how fucking dare you, (laughs) like, you're the lucky one, and don't ever fucking disrespect me again, and now I'm just kind of at a point where, it's it's still hard to deal with it, but what has helped me is I'm clear from the jump. You know what I'm saying? If I see things kind of starting to get to that point, we're hanging out more, I'm getting to know them, like, you're going to know how I move, and I don't move like that. Like, this is your this is your um, your ticket to success with me, because if I am clear about how safe I am, and you still try to talk me out of it, I'm good, babe. Beh. Like, it's not happening, I'm good, and it just takes, it just takes you knowing and trusting your own beliefs and what you're comfortable with and knowing your body and what you want, and if that's something you're not okay with, then don't fucking do it. End of fucking story. End of story. You wanting to say no has, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. You don't owe anybody anything, and that's where I felt early on is that I owed it to them to give my body to them. No, you don't. No, 
you literally don't owe them anything. Fuck them, and they can figure it out themselves. Okay, they've been doing that for as long as probably they were fucking born. So they'll be okay. They'll survive. Listen to yourself. Listen to your body and trust whatever the freak you believe in. Okay? It's your body. Do with it what you want and stand your fucking ground because they are not worth it. They're low-key not worthy even sometimes. Like, don't don't risk it for the biscuit for these people that aren't going to be there for you when or if the outcome were to not be so great. STDs are a thing. Don't just let anyone up inside you. Okay? Babies are a thing. Is this someone you can see raising your child? Think about these things because they genuinely happen. (laughs) They literally happen. Why do we have so many baby mamas and baby daddies and less families living in households together? Because of this reason. Do not. Do not let them have it. If you are not comfortable with it, don't give it. Period. Okay? Period. Wrap it up. But um, I really hope that's just something for you guys to think about and take in because it's real. Um, I feel like I've stayed very safe because of having some of these thoughts and thinking the way that I do. And I hope that all of you are out there staying safe and okay. Um, you know, I hope that no one has had to deal with any uncomfortable situations, but if you have, like you definitely are not alone. Okay. You're not alone and we're going to stand our ground, babes. We are definitely standing our damn ground. Okay. Make sure you guys are uh, following me on IG and TikTok at Nick Your Average Girl. Make sure you're keeping an eye out on my YouTube channel, Nick Your Average Girl, as well. Still got some content coming for you guys. Leave a comment below if you found some value in this video. Send this to someone who needs to literally hear this. (laughs) They need to hear it. Send it to them. Okay, help a friend out. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.